This is Megan Elizabeth Morris recording for private broadcast. Intuitive editorial for this intuitive public radio. Today is the 18th of August, 2022. Eight dear. And I do really prefer to have the long count in front of me as I am gradually repairing my left hemisphere neurology. Thirteen zero nine fourteen seven. Blessings to sacred calendaring. Private broadcast. Here are my notes. We have been working diligently since July at least. to wrap our brains around the editorial calendars we are already regularly broadcasting and publishing. It's happening in ways that people don't necessarily know how to identify. They don't know how to notice those signals. And yet, this form of broadcasting is the most important form of broadcasting to be able to identify, to be able to locate in one's environment. One note I will make before I continue is that our private broadcast segments can also, I believe, be handled with descript as long as if, we're, if we've got to have music behind us for neurological functions. And we don't make those ones public because we, we, they get taken down because they've got music in them that hasn't been um, addressed through a permissions process. That's exhausting for us because of what it takes for us to get um, any, any kind of material out into public where people can find it. But as long as the music is quiet, then Descript, I think, will be able to handle it. So we'll find out. And then um, the audio can stay private, but there can be a public text version if, if those of us who are working in the infrastructure have the, the ability to do those tasks. So we, we, we like to do that. That's really great when we can do that. So the more people we have around, the more facility we have in the infrastructure. And we have a lot more people around now than we did a year ago. And when we're looking at intuitive editorial, it is, it's constantly changing. This, I, I can't even say for sure if this is the first time that we have framed it as intuitive editorial. Um, but, but in these conversations now, I don't remember other ones. But there's a lot that I don't remember until I check documentation. We are talking about our quarterly editorials. We're talking about how we are 
highlighting and referencing and signaling with and for those in our network who would never otherwise be recognized but are publishing the most important of it's hard to get words out of my face that'll help the circumstances that people are navigating that are the reasons they need to broadcast in these ways instead of other ways are the kinds of circumstances that hitch our speaking and our cognitive processing. Because once you cross a certain threshold of cumulative physical trauma, the whole world becomes different, your body becomes different in profound ways that tend to be obscured in mainstreamish environments. So when I'm speaking and then I, I sort of am slow, I slow down and there's something hitches in my voice and like maybe I don't quite get the word out or it sounds awkward or it's like, what is that? And, you know, how has that been characterized to us in our lives? Many different ways, right? Fundamentally, the neurology is gathering its function from the state of matter that that neurology is working with. So if that matter has been damaged, then that individual's expressions will indicate something about the state of the material on which the neurology depends. So you can hear it in someone's voice when there is a longer repair time needed, when there is a greater resource structure needed for repair. And that's what I and others in the network are continually dealing with, where most people, most professionals even, do not recognize those signs and do not know what they mean. And many of them have had their educations and their policy environments set in such a way that they would think, oh, well, that is this. Okay, well, that's, that, that, that's what we do with that. And let's move on to this other thing. And they wouldn't even know that they were wrong. That is the subject of our collective network research ongoing. In the intuitive community knowledge base, we've compiled quite a number of sources of information about this dynamic that people just don't even know where to start with it. But if you find a place to start, it opens up solutions across all realms of your life, all possible experiences that you are having where you are encountering challenges and you just don't know what is going on. This is something you must firstly address. If you are missing this, everything else you do might not work. We don't have a shared reminders document 
at this time. We did a number of times, and then we stopped being able to access it neurologically. But I will tell you what I think are some of the usual reminders that we could be reminding ourselves of at this time. We are powerful beings, you and I, and those around us. We are in the midst of a very powerful time. And one of the hallmarks of that time is that we are all experiencing some version of feeling that our power is compromised, that our connection to our source selves is compromised. And there is this great struggle that people engage in in many different ways from many different positions in the panoply to try to understand what is going on and why is it this way. So the only reminder I can think of at this time is the reminder that no matter how terrible it is, and I am speaking from a place of particular and invisible terribleness, there is a way for you to proceed most powerfully with greatest steadiness and patience, and kindness for living beings, especially the living beings you're not sure are living. That is where many living beings are hidden. It changes everything to know how to communicate respectfully with them. All your skill sets undergo profound changes as soon as you strengthen this skill set. There is always a pathway from greatest powerlessness to expressing oneself in one's most powerful aspect. And although all of us have been misled about how to find that, every one of us has it within us. And we know our own doors and corridors best. We are already in the best possible position to locate it. And once we know where that power lives, it is less and less possible for others to shake us from it. I needed that reminder this morning.
there are other reminders that should go with that one, such as, for instance, t.me slash community IPR is one of our primary public chat spaces. And it's a place where you can learn to communicate well with people that usually are excluded from communications or at least excluded from respectful, kindness-oriented communications. And so if you find yourself with an opportunity to explore in any of our spaces, um, particularly community IPR on Telegram Messenger is a great place to start, you will notice that there are things you can learn about communicating with people you don't know, people with lives that you have never imagined, that you cannot even fathom. You don't even know if you want to try. But as you practice building that neurology, which for every living being on this planet has been damaged in some way, because the damage being done is to our relational neurology. You find yourself capable of thinking in ways that you never could have conceived of previously. And as you practice those skills and find more opportunities to build that neurology, a lot of your problems stop happening and you start to realize that the problems in your life are primarily miscommunications between people speaking radically different languages and miscommunications that each of us has within our own bodies. How do we communicate with ourselves? How do we communicate with our source stuff? Is of crucial importance to any other endeavor to which we apply ourselves. When we remember these tool sets, even just those two that I have now mentioned, we have the means of piecing together, P-E-A-C-I-N-G, piecing together an editorial calendar that raises the voices of those most missed. And we don't have to roil or thrash in anguish about how we can't reach them and how we don't know what to do, and how it feels so hopeless. These are intuitive community tool sets. In these spaces, we teach this, and we co-facilitate when we're learning together in our classes. But it is not only in these telegram spaces in these classes that we are using these tool sets every experience we have is a class we are co-facilitating making sure that the living beings in our environments are 
able to communicate with one another rather than being stopped in ways that are violent or being made invisible, usually to make somebody else money. When we make sure that that is not happening in a particular space, it dramatically improves the personal resourcing of all of the living beings around that space. And it dramatically decreases any likelihood or even possibility of the usual sorts of embedded perpetrators perpetrating what they tend to perpetrate. They can only do it when communities are failing to repair their damaged communications. They can only take advantage if people forget one another and fail to care for one another. They can only take advantage if something else is already damaging that community so much that nobody in the community can really do anything about it. That's how perpetrators target those to be victimized by their perpetrations. And there is no end of information from perpetrators themselves that that is the case. Many feel justified in taking advantage of others because many of them feel it is so clear that those they target could make a different choice. There's more of that conversation for another time. But we, in this conversation, we can make choices that are very powerful in that context and cause perpetrators to become disinterested because the usual leverage points they rely on in a community to take advantage of the members of that community do not exist when we are applying ourselves to engaging with one another on the basis of kindness and respect when we're practicing intuitive tool sets. July 13th, there was a I'm trying to figure it out. It was a full moon in Capricorn. And we began this long lunation. Um five or six months pass between the new moon in a particular sign and the full moon in that same sign later in the long cycle. We looked it up. We were looking at like 6.5 months between the new moon and the full moon, and 5.5 months between the full moon and the new moon, but I tried to check it again, and I 
wasn't able to quite determine what was going on. My math brain goes in and out, is functional in some ways and not others, continuing repairs. But that July moon gives us a really helpful anchor point for the next Capricorn's moon, December 23rd. And so what we're traveling through right now, we don't know what that is. Even people who have felt very stabilized and consistent and predictable in their in their planning, in their conducting themselves through a particular plan in a predictable way. We are all finding ourselves in the apocalypse now. If you are not so much in the apocalypse yourself, you are surely affected by others who are. And all of us experiencing that right now, severely disabled and not severely disabled, one way or the other, There's something that's happening for us in our present moments that we will not understand more fully until later. We may not be able to reflect on it at all for months or years. But when we notice it together and we are rebuilding communication structures that have been damaged, we actually have a chance to understand Whereas if our structures are, 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 are continually collapsed or destroyed for whatever reason, and we do not tend to them, we would never have any idea what happened. And there are perpetrators of violence who rely on this. They need you not to remember what happened so that you would never be able to act to prevent it happening again. I think the notebook I'm looking for is somewhere at the bottom of this pile. There's August. I don't have a moon's calendar in front of me, but there's a Leo long lunation to discuss as well. Some future time. There's a lot of artwork that has been made for the Leo long lunation. And the Capricorn long lunation has been dealing very increasingly stabilizing one of the benefits of focusing together on timekeeping on sacred calendaring is to be able to rebuild the parts of our bodies that 
know how to witness natural cycles. You don't know how much of those functions have been destroyed until you start to build them back and you realize that's how you're supposed to be able to function. You're supposed to be able to sense yourself in your environments. You don't need to rely on others to give you so much information. You know things because you are in your body. And there are a lot of influences in this modern time that one way or another try to pop us out of our bodies sort of convince us that our bodies aren't good to be in or traumatize us so we can't connect with our bodies or get us to fixate on using certain kinds of head-located brain functions so that we're not really occupying our bodies most of the time. Some people never occupy their bodies really at all. And I was pretty shocked to discover that I had not been really occupying my body very much at all. The most convincing thing about the experience is when you start working with it and you realize on a fundamentally somatic level how your body can be alive. That is indisputable. That is a personal experience that a living being has where that living being recognizes what it feels like to be truly connected to source energy. And one must be truly deeply in one's body for that connection to be strong and resilient enough for us to navigate all the challenges to it. We have an autumn quarterly editorial coming up the 30th of September, 2022. So how far are we from that? That's about six quarter moons away. I wonder how many days. It's about three tricenas. And today being eight deer suggests that September 30th might end up being about the middle of the Tresina. Somebody posted a calendar. Um, if I go look for it, it might take me a little bit too long. But we are traveling now from super... Well, no, wait, look at this. What's this? That was the beginning of a cleansing lunation. So if the moon goes from being full to being new, then over this period of time, we're, we are releasing what is not needed. We're cleansing away the detritus of having crafted something, having constructed something. And 
and we we wash through it and, and we let go of whatever mess. And what we're left with is what we've constructed. What we're left with is our mastery or mistressy of the components that can now work together more cleanly because of what we have cleansed away. And what... <laughs> I'm experiencing that in a lot of ways that are extremely difficult to ver verbalize um, when I even tell you about how hard it is, then my verbal starts breaking down. Um, from the middle of July to the middle of August, we're a bit past the middle of August, um, 13th July to 18th August, we are feeling major effects from the previous six-month or so cycle that we recognize our Capricorn constructioning to have been occurring in. What do we predict for 23rd December? This super new moon in Capricorn. There has been this series of supermoons in Capricorn that we have found so interesting. And we are really feeling in our bodies all of these things that they are rooting, they are stabilizing, they are growing down into the ground. We are experiencing a grounding of ourselves, not like you're bad, you're grounded, which I think is also pretty intriguing. But we are strong. We are steady, we're grounded, and we're flowing energy. Because to ground oneself means that one's energy flows more stably, more evenly, more successfully. Our channels are strengthened. The 23rd of December, 2022, super new moon in Capricorn, is the final Capricorn supermoon, new or full, until 2030. Specifically, if my notes are correct, 24th of December, 2030, and then 4th of July, 2031. I wonder a lot about these supermoons and my left hemisphere functions for looking closely at detailed text. Wow. My functions need more rest than is possible if I go dig into that. I'm looking forward to talking more about how supermoons occur because something's going on with that that has been really fun for us to notice. There has been some talk in groups about planning our long lunation cycles on the basis of whatever series of supermoons is occurring that year. 
I'm sure others are doing some version of that. We keep mentioning the possibility of it, and then we wait for more brain function (laughs) to return to us so that we can continue pursuing the notion. It feels good just talking about intuitive editorial successes. As we move into August, we are daily addressing very challenging topics, people we really care about, who terrible things have happened, and lives that have been lost, families that are striving for resourcing, for recognition for accountability for the harms occurring in their communities. We are all finding ourselves, finding our locationalities. What is our complex position? in the midst of everything that we're aware of that is happening. How do we orient ourselves? How do we determine our relationships? How is energy exchanged? How does information and experience travel between us as living beings? That is a very difficult subject to discuss, not solely because our relational neurology has been targeted, our relational neurology has been co-opted to make others money. So that when we're in relationship with someone, it is not only two people or the people who seem obvious who are in the relationship, there are more people who are in that relationship. There are people who financially benefit from positioning themselves between others in that relationship. We have a diagram we made. It's possible that I'll find it and post it. If I don't succeed in doing that, please ask me about it. And so all of the conversations that we're having are being had in that context where people are striving to be honorable in relationship with one another, but there are invisible additional parties who are part of that relationship. And they are often influencing that relationship in significant ways that are not being recognized or addressed. And in those cases, we find that people must spend money to forestall conflict. If indeed they can successfully forestall conflict, many spend the money and still have to deal with the conflict. If you don't have money 
to make the attempt at forestalling conflict. Your body is forfeit. In this remainder of August, in September, and in October, we're going to be shifting and transitioning into conversations that are more and more about this powerlessness. We've all found ourselves contending with. It's very different for different people. What one person describes as powerlessness may make no sense at all to another person who describes their own powerlessness. And there may be 10, 20, 3,000 billion ancient impossible numbers of counting so many different ways of having this experience. You would never know that somebody else was having it until you learned to respect them through learning their unique language. And start to find out what you had missed. We are all contending with some form of profound powerlessness. And yes, for many, it can still get worse. But where you have found your powerlessness or where you have found your intent to locate it more precisely, you now have the capacity to locate the power source that is inherently connected to it that can only be accessed if you're already experiencing that powerlessness. October and November leading up to our December 31st. That's what we have written down, right? Somewhere around here. That was a different notebook that I covered up with another notebook. December 31st, 2022. This winter quarterly editorial that we are building starting from the beginning of October is all restfulness all the time. No matter what else you're doing, no matter who may be beating you up on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, no matter the state of your mangled, broken body, there is a way of proceeding most restfully, and we have had to learn it. You have likely been learning some big lessons about how to find restfulness And the more that we learn these things together, the more that we co-facilitate with one another. It 
it's a lot easier to find that restfulness, even in the very worst of circumstances. Because it is relational neurological repair that is the keystone to all of the other neurological repair. And all of the neurological repair is the keystone to every other function. If there is a prerequisite for neurological repair and for relational neurological repair, I think many would say that it is the ability to invoke a loving energy where perhaps it seems no love can possibly be. And there are lots of pathways by which we find the entry points. Once you stabilize your own entry points, you can invoke restfulness no matter what you're doing. No matter how intensive your activities, no matter how impossible it seems to be still or silent. And likewise, when you have a privilege of too much rest too much of the time and the nourishment has gone out of it because it's missing something. There are many other vectors by which people come to their contending with powerlessness in regards to the desire for restfulness. And as we're examining those together, we're all finding significant solutions to all related experiences. Well, I've been talking for 42 minutes. Where's that original list? If I figure out how to lay these notebooks out in front of me in a more effective way, I wouldn't end up obscuring one with another one. There's that one. No. That's not it. Nope. Nope. Aha. And I had turned the page. I am so lucky that I remembered it. I told you my name. I gave you the broadcast title and the network ID. I mentioned today's date. I invoked reminders. I told you about items I have in front of me, exposition and conclusions. Yeah, sure. I think I basically did that. Shall I offer you again the same reminders as I have on this list? You are powerful beyond measure. And you may yet find yourself in a position to prove it to yourself, regardless of anyone else. Remaining notes, outro stuff, the URL for this show, t.me slash intuitive editorial. And of course, our main platforms at t.me slash radio pública intuitiva and 
t.me slash intuitive public radio. The community space that I mentioned earlier is on Telegram Messenger. It's public and you can find it by searching community IPR. Hey, I did it. And it's still under 45 minutes. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for believing in yourself and one another. I look forward to reconnecting. Check us out on Telegram. I'll see you next time.